I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. You know how in the Marvel universe, Wakanda has this metal called vibranium that gives the fictional world incredible power and energy. Well, in the real world, we have nuclear fusion, which scientists say could be our very own vibranium and the key to solving our energy needs. In fact, some of the world's richest tech moguls like Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and Peter Thiel are betting big on nuclear fusion, and they are not alone in their quest. A recent survey. By the Fusion Industry Association, found that funding for nuclear fusion research has skyrocketed to 4.8 billion dollars in 2022, which is more than double from the previous year. But what's the big deal about nuclear fusion? Why is it being touted as the next big thing? Let's get our geek on for a minute. It's basically the same reaction that powers the sun. What happens in nuclear fusion is that two atoms combine together to form a heavier atom. while releasing massive amounts of energy it's the opposite of nuclear fission where atoms split now nuclear power plants use nuclear fission which leaves behind a lot of radioactive waste that's where nuclear fusion comes in the amount of radioactive waste it generates is quite minimal it doesn't require fossil fuels or oil and most importantly Fusion has the potential to create four times more energy per amount of fuel than fission, which is why it's being viewed as an alternative energy source. But development of nuclear fusion comes with a hefty price tag. For example, the National Ignition Facility is a specialized lab that costs almost three point five billion dollars, and despite producing a single laser pulse that generated slightly more energy than it consumed. It's not enough to supply power in large quantities. In short, it's not yet a practical energy source for our everyday lives. As even the Wall Street Journal points, scientific breakthroughs alone won't cut it. These technologies will eventually need to prove their profitability. Also, speaking of climate-friendly alternatives, these tech billionaires are also investing in other options such as lab-grown meat. Why lab-grown meat? Well, while the meat industry contributes about 14.5% of all human-caused greenhouse gas emissions, lab-grown meat cuts these emissions by 96% according to Oxford. In fact, even Bill Gates, who's investing in nuclear fusion, has put in his money in a lab-grown meat company called Upside. But here too the hurdles are similar. While lab-grown meat is better for the environment, it's not exactly a scalable business. The problem is that its production is too expensive and it's not clear whether it's affordable enough to compete with traditional meat. So ultimately, the question is how will tech billionaires turn these heavy investments into profitable ventures? Now that's something to watch out for. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hello i'm manaswini and this is the deep dive for 25th april 2023 
Amid ongoing protests against Blinkit's new payment structure, more than 1,000 delivery agents working with the company have now jumped ship in search for a better buck. If you're following the news around the quick commerce company, then you know that the last fortnight has been a chaotic time for the delivery executives. According to Blinkit's new policies, the company has slashed the incomes of its delivery executives by half. And get this, they've already reduced the base pay to rupees 25 due to inflation. And now they've gone even further, dropping it to a measly rupees 10 to 15. Under the current effort-based payment model, the daily earning of its workers has come down to rupees 600 to 700 a day after working for 12 to 17 hours. It's a far cry from the previous system where workers could earn at least rupees 1200 to 1300 a day plus incentives for rush hour deliveries and fuel costs. According to Economic Times, this rift between management and workers has led to many of the delivery agents to look out for better opportunities in Blinkit's rival companies like Zepto, which pays rupees 25 to 44 per order along with monthly or weekly incentives. And similarly, Swiggy Instamart pays rupees 20 to rupees 50. Now, evidently, it's not significantly more than what Blinkit's revised free structure is. So switching to rival platforms may only be a temporary solution at the moment. Now, Blinkit did try to mend the situation later on by increasing payout rates to rupees 30 and 31 for different days. However, it's too soon to say if this will actually fix the situation. Blinkit's big problem is that its losses are piling up. As per an Entracker report, the company accumulated losses of Rs. 6,126.6 crore or $817 million on its balance sheet at the end of March 2021. To put it in context, the company is slated to be valued at $700 to $800 million in its share swap deal with Zomato. Just a disclaimer, by the way, Zomato's founder and CEO Dipender Goel is an investor in Front Page Media Technologies Private Limited, which publishes this podcast. So anyway, despite Blinkit's recent acquisition by Zomato, the company's future viability is in question, especially after losing one third of its workforce of 3,000. But it's not just Blinkit alone that is facing the profitability question. Quick commerce blew up in the pandemic as all of us started relying heavily on home deliveries. But the quick delivery fad is starting to wear off. Let's zoom out on this a little bit to get a better view. All the companies in the quick commerce sector have the same philosophies. That is instant gratification. As companies keep flowing this mantra, their tendency to burn cash to satisfy customers only increases. And now, With more and more competitors popping up, these companies are struggling to maintain their profitability. And that's why companies have now started to re-strategize, you know, prioritize cash flows. One such example is the delivery time. Naveen Malpani, a partner at Grand Thornton Bharat, stated in a CNBC report that the players have to settle for a slightly higher delivery time in the future for most orders, around 40 to 60 minutes and that no specific time will be mentioned from now on. Even Dunzo has started reworking its business models while also planning to go back to delivering groceries from supermarkets and B2B deliveries. Then there are the others, who have proceeded to either scale down or shut down their businesses. 
If you subscribe to the Signal newsletter, we also wrote about how Reliance Retail was shutting down GeoMart Express due to high burns. Even Blinkit proceeded to shut down 25% of its overall stores in light of the protests. But will it be able to woo its workers back? If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the signal dot co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched, and produced by Akshaya and me, Manaswini. Edited by Shorbury, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the Signal dot co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.